You're listening to the Forefront Church Sermon Podcast. Forefront Church is a progressive Christian community more interested in asking good questions than having all the right answers. Thanks for listening. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know I am convinced that it's the spirit of the Lord. My name is Reverend Venita. I am one of the co-pastors here. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And we're grateful for this time. We are grateful for how the spirit is moving on this Pentecost Sunday, 2022. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Angela. Thank you, worship pastor, for all that you have poured into us today. Thank you to our team, our worship team. This was so very, very special. And we're going to continue in that vein with our sermon today. We are culminating our sermon series, The Holy Spirit and You. And we are talking about the Holy Spirit around us and how we can share the Holy Spirit in community. So this is where the Holy Spirit meets us. And as Angela said, you know, we bottle it up and we don't keep it to ourselves. We're able to share it with others. And we need to share it because we're in a world where we are experiencing so many challenging situations in our lives individually, within our nation, within our world. We are still advocating for trans rights. We are advocating for reproductive rights. We are advocating for voting rights and whether it's okay to wear masks or not wear masks. Lots of conversations around gun control and whether or not critical race theory, systemic racism needs to be taught. There is so much happening and that's why it's so very, very important for us to think about the power of the Holy Spirit and how we can not just experience the Holy Spirit in moments like this, but then how can we take what we have and share it so that we can help transform this world through the love of Jesus Christ, amen? Amen. So this is Pentecost Sunday. And there is a very familiar passage of scripture, Acts 2, that many of us lean on during uh, this celebration. And today we have something special. So instead of me reading the scripture, we are going to hear from various voices within our community who will be sharing in their mother tongue this particular text, Acts 2. So let's listen to these diverse voices at this time. Spoken in English. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Bogo wansi kunfu e mimima. Wansi bere si fi e demiran soro. 
gege bi emi ti Spoken in Brazilian Portuguese. Estavam morando ali em Jerusalém judeus religiosos de todas as nações do mundo. Quando ouviram aquele barulho, uma multidão deles se ajuntou. E todos ficaram admirados, porque cada um conseguia entender com a sua própria língua o que os seguidores de Jesus estavam dizendo. Spoken in Spanish. Hechos 2, 7 a 8. E estavam atônitos e maravilhados, dizendo, Mira, não são galileus todos esses que falam? Como, pois, lhes ouvimos nós falar cada um nossa língua em que hemos nascido? Spoken in English. Verse 9. Here we are Parthians, Medes, Elamites, people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and the province of Asia. Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the areas of Libya around Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans, and Arabs. Y todos escuchamos a estas personas hablando en nuestros propios idiomas acerca de las cosas maravillosas que Dios ha hecho. Estaban ahí asombrados y perplejos. Spoken in Korean. Ta dolamian uyokaya soro karode. Y otjon idinya hamyo. So otton idirun churyonghaya karode. Choyga se suri chiyoyata hadora. May God add blessings to hearing, reading, and understanding of this word. So I'd like to thank Gina, Priscilla, Rebecca, Daniel Jose, Ash, and Regina. So let's give them a round of applause, another round of applause. I was so, so beautiful. And that's what our church, that's what Forefront is all about, representation. So this moment that was just spoken about spoke of the gift of the Holy Spirit, and they all started speaking in a number of different languages as the Spirit prompted them as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were pilgrims in town from all over who actually heard them speaking in their mother tongues as they described God's mighty works, as they described the greatness of God. And they were able to speak the good news of Jesus in these many languages. And even though there were so many people representing different regions from all over the land, they were able to hear the wonderful works of Jesus the wonderful works of Jesus. The Holy Spirit prompting allows us to reflect upon what we heard last week as Reverend Josh talked about the whispers of the Spirit prompting us in our day-to-day -day lives. And sometimes it's a whisper, sometimes it's loud, sometimes it's very, very direct. And I would encourage us to think about those prompts in our own lives. That's the Holy Spirit, allowing us to share the good news through the love we give, through the joy, through the goodness, through the peace that we share. And it's so important for us to use our voices for them to receive good news. Because as I mentioned earlier, there's so much challenging news. There's so much bad news. There's so much divisiveness. 
And you can be an agent of change. You can be a light by just sharing the good news that you receive from those various prompts in your life. My mom was someone that encouraged us to be strong in the faith, but then also to use our voices to create change and to make a difference. And even though it wasn't easy, oftentimes she continued to push us. Are you using your voice? Use your voice. And not only did that fall upon her children, but that fell upon her grandchildren. And we were able to see it played out when uh, my third grade niece at the time, she's in her 20s now, but when she was in third grade, her little brother was entering kindergarten. And on his first day of school, Josiah was making his way to the car and Asia called to him and said, Josiah, Josiah turns around and Asia says, don't forget to use your voice. Don't forget to use your voice. And it's been a joy to see them as young adults be able to use their voices now. But that's, that could be us, right? Thinking about places where many of us can go to, places where you're able to make a difference. And, and not being in a silo, not thinking that you have to do this work alone, knowing that there's a community of faith with you, helping you behind the scenes as you move forward with all that God is calling you to do. The followers of Jesus were connected. They were unified. They knew that where there was unity, there was strength. And as a result of their experience, they were able to courageously move forward to help build a church. And that's what we're doing, courageously moving forward. It takes courage as we think about being a church that is very open about LGBTQIA plus inclusion. It takes courage to be a church that focuses on anti-racism and women in leadership and really trying to center the voices of all marginalized people. It takes courage because maybe you might be ostracized by those who are near and dear to you. And I know that there are many among us who have been ostracized by family members, by friends, right? So that's why that courage is so important. And that's what we're doing because we know that we are not alone. We do this work in community. We're able to share the spirit in community. So whether we are newcomers to the church, whether we're introverts or extroverts, whether we've been here the whole 10 years, we can be united. And that's why I had us during our meet and greet answer that question. What do you do to break the ice, right? When you don't know someone, those awkward moments when you wanna be connected to someone but you don't really know who they are, just know that we as a forefront community are united as one and there's a level of interconnectedness that we have as human beings and certainly as forefronters that cannot be denied. 
I graduated from Syracuse University and I had the opportunity to go back for reunions. And I was a part of the gospel choir. And the gospel choir is almost, I think, 45 years old. And they still, the current students, still are moving forward in their ministry. And what us alum had the opportunity to do through the power of the Holy Spirit is to help encourage these young people while they're on campus, while they're getting their schoolwork done, and while they are actively sharing the love of Jesus Christ. We don't really know them. Sometimes we come together and we wind up singing together, but we introduce ourselves, we get to know each other, and we have that common goal of allowing the Holy Spirit to use us, to make a difference on that campus, and to be able to make a difference in the surrounding community as well. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit is able to do, to keep us united. And there's something special that's going to happen here at Forefront Church on September 18th. You'll have the opportunity to come together to be reunited. Those who may not have been here for a while, those members who may have started out and moved away, those individuals who've been connected to us, members and friends for the last 10 years, We'll have a celebration and a homecoming on September 18th. And we'll be able to look at our past, reflect upon our present, and look at where God is going to lead us through the Holy Spirit. And I hope you save the date for September 18th because it's going to be a very, very special time where we come home, right? And we can carry that spirit now as we interact with each other, and as we worship together, coming together to share the Holy Spirit in community. And Jesus taught his followers so much as he continued to transform lives. He challenged customs, the culture, the law, by offering ways of life at all costs that brought people in rather than leaving people out that brought visibility to those individuals who are on the sidelines. So then it's up to us to think about how we can do that in our lives. And this is the good news of community. It is awesome news to know that we don't have to leave anyone behind, that everyone is loved, that everyone can be strengthened and affirmed through the fierce love of God. And once we receive that love again, we share it with others, and then we think about what we have to give, our time, our talent, our treasure. What are some of the ways that the Holy Spirit can use us? Because the Holy Spirit is working, and it's so important for us to join her in her work. I'm convinced that as we talk about ushering in the next 500 years of Christianity, that Forefront will continue to be at the forefront of this paradigm shift. As the spirit of the Lord was on Jesus and on the apostles, so too is the spirit upon us to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, those who are oppressed. There are so many ways the Holy Spirit can help us speak truth to power. 
we can have the courage to be able to do that. It's interesting because I think about a moment uh, at my university where there are people who don't necessarily have the best interests of our students at heart. And we were able to bring some things to the table uh, as a black organization, um, one of the groups of color on our campus. And it wasn't an easy task, but it was how the Holy Spirit was leading us because we wanted to increase retention. And research tells us that if students have people, have professors who look like them, who resemble them, who share the same experiences as the students, then those students are more inclined to learn and to be able to grow and that wasn't happening. We have primarily students of color and pretty much all the faculty is white. And we were able to speak to this and create change where HR has been able to change some of its policies, where we've been able to hire a chief diversity and inclusion officer and another position to look into these areas, right? But it took us using our voices and speaking up and being agents of change and I know that the Holy Spirit was giving us the power to be able to create change and speak to the administration in those times when it could be very, very scary. But we did it and we were able to, to make a difference. And it's important to just carry the love of Jesus wherever we go. Um, something else happened recently at work where um, Human Resources at my uh, university, Human Resources had this whole day where we were focused on self-care and they had line dancing and ice cream and workshops and one of the workshops was stress management, managing stress on the job and there was this whole conversation where someone was talking about those individuals who always carry a smile, always happy, are always so nice and always so kind and you know they were kind of making a joke but kind of serious like don't you just hate those people like that type of thing and one of my colleagues and I looked at each other and we just said you know to the group like we're, we're those people like like be that person you know people say I don't want to be that person well we're that person unapologetically right um, and I feel like that's what the Holy Spirit does that is reflective of the fruit of the Spirit where we can carry that outside of the church outside of these four walls to really lift people up and help affirm people and to help people heal and bring liberation and bring freedom. Uh, black theologian James Cone has written the following words. Liberation is not a human possession, but a divine gift of freedom to those who struggle in faith against violence and oppression. Liberation is not an object, but the project of freedom, wherein the oppressed realize that their fight for freedom is a divine right of creation. So at the beginning of the sermon, we heard the scripture and, you know, they talked about the apostles maybe being drunk when they were filled with the spirit because they were doing something that wasn't the norm. They were doing something that was different. They were doing something that was out of the ordinary. And when the Holy Spirit rests on us, 
Some folks will look at us and think something is wrong with us. Maybe they might think that we're drunk and they might think that something out of the ordinary is happening and they might not understand, but I would encourage us to just do whatever the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do to bring about change and to know that through the love of Jesus and through the Holy Spirit, we can disrupt oppressive systems. We can speak to all of these challenging situations and be advocates. Harriet Tubman, as many of us know, um, was the conductor of the Underground Railroad. She was able to leave, lead so many people to freedom, people who were enslaved, people who had no hope, people who were in despair. But she was able to lead them to freedom. And here are some of her words as she talked about what all of that meant to her. Because she knew that it wasn't something that she did in and of herself. It was something that the Holy Spirit was helping her do. And here are her words. Harriet Tubman said, it wasn't me, it was the Lord. I always told him, I trust you. I don't know where to go or what to do, but I expect you to lead me. And he always did. <laughs> and he always did. Let us think about how we can lead others to freedom in our own individual lives, within our own spheres of influence, in our homes, in our families, in our communities, on our jobs. Let's continue through sharing this Holy Spirit, lead other people to freedom. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Forefront Sermon Podcast. To learn more about Forefront and how we're ushering in the next 500 years of Christianity, visit ForefrontChurch.com.